Welcome to the third season of Pop Culture Elevator. You might get off on the wrong floor, but it'll still be the right one. I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to follow the rabbit down some deeper holes, and we might just make it to Wonderland. That's the adventure we're looking for. We will deep dive into some newer films, but also take a look at some of our older favorites. No movie is too big or too small for us to handle, and hey, we'll even have time to talk about film news and our favorite celebrities. That's why we're the hosts of Pop Culture Elevator. Now let's, let's get, get this show on the road. And passengers, we'd love for you to message us. So if you'd like to, you can reach us at a few different places. Our email is popcultureelevator at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is PCE Podcast. Instagram is at popcultureelevator. Facebook is facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. When Mark and I talk about pop culture, we have a hard time censoring ourselves. So there are spoilers. Some of these spoilers are many years old and some only a few days old. We just want you to know what you're getting into. So if you haven't seen the movie we were talking about, you might want to pause this and watch said film. This is your spoiler warning. Welcome back, passengers, to another episode of Pop Culture Elevator. That's right. And as always, today's episode and season three is brought to you by Precise Public Adjusting. If you're having trouble with a property loss claim, give them a call at 817-992-5040 and make sure you tell them that it pod culture elevator sent you please do so here we are episode 22 of season three and uh we are talking about the new netflix show or sorry movie rather red notice yeah it's a kind of a star-studded cast you got uh what is a all no-name cast nobody knows who these guys are nobody loves these guys who is Dwayne Johnson. Who is Dayrock? Dayrook? Dayrook? I don't know. It's hard to say his name wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. You have uh, Ryan Gale. Reynolds, Dale. <laughs> yeah. And Gal, is it Gadot or Godot? Okay, so I've heard both, but I like, as in, I've been corrected trying to say Godot. And, uh, in, I've heard it's Gadot, but I always thought it was Godot. I think I heard Jimmy Fallon was told it's Gadot. Okay, but maybe that's where I heard it because I watched a lot of his like you know the Facebook posts. Yeah, came yeah exactly. Night. Yeah, yep. But uh, yeah, so we got uh, it, you know the it's a star-studded cast, and then yeah, uh, we got Dwayne Rock Johnson, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, this is your, it really is just kind of your standard uh, adventure comedy. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd say Spy akin, comedy. Yeah. Akin to uh, National Treasure, except with, yeah. with less set pieces. I love the introduction to this movie is the ancient aliens narrator. Oh, is that who and, it is? I didn't, I didn't catch that. <laughs> oh my God. That was so amazing because i literally watched that show religiously and um yeah so to have that and and he having that narrator made the three egg story seem real and like like as in like those are things that we could find in the world you know eventually in the sand but uh (laughs) but it's you know it's a completely fictitious story uh including the three eggs so uh there's no like history although (laughs) With that guy reading anything, you you could believe it. Uh, 
Okay, so no, I guess Cleopatra Cleopatra had real diamonds. Yeah, she had riches, but Fable... the three eggs are fake. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if that was a um, real thing or if it was just like a fictitious thing they made up for the movie. Uh, either way, I don't really care because the movie wasn't about that. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. about that, but it wasn't about that. Yeah. Um, but the, the three eggs they introduce, uh, I liked because I sat there before watching the movie and I was like, what? Why is this movie called Red Notice? Uh, and then, yeah, they, they put it on the screen. They put you. it on the screen. They tell you, like, <laughs> for all those idiots out there, me. Uh, I was like, what is a, what is Red Notice? What does this mean? And of course, it's uh, it's the highest uh, arrest warrant that Interpol can put out. International police. Uh, heading out. The I in- had no idea that's what Interpol stood I for. I didn't know it was an so- abbreviation like that. I thought it was some sort of it, like. I didn't. Uh, I acronym. didn't know that until. When Fonny came into the movie like two minutes in, because she had to do something, she was like, just go uh, ahead and play it. And uh, I was, so I told her, I was like, Interpol's, Red Notice is Interpol's highest arrest warrant. She goes, Interpol, is that international police? And I was like, <sighs> <laughs> no, why would it be such a thing? <laughs> I never, ever, ever thought about it. I always just thought I was Interpol this was many years it was old a, when I found yeah, out. Yeah, I just thought it was a, like a thing. And then it, she was like international police and I was like mother of how did how is it I'm 37 mother years old <laughs> and I just found this out TIL our blind spot today I learned a bit of a damp squid Interpol is short for inter, international police anyway um <laughs> and we've got inner inspector uh Urvashi Das inspector Das uh played by Rita Aria and I was sitting there going she looks so familiar she looks so familiar and then I was like oh umbrella academy Season two. Yeah, yeah. She's the crazy girl. The, the one that they keep locked up in the vault, right? Uh, no. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait. No. So which one is she? She's the crazy uh, girlfriend of uh, the knife-wielding dude that I can't think of his name. Oh, right okay. I get you now. Yeah, in season two. Um, but she's great. I actually really liked Inspector Dawson this, and I thought that uh, she should be in it more than she was. But she's yeah. not one of the star studded cast, you know, um, yeah. when you have three huge movie stars, like three of the biggest movie stars in the world right now, they, they're going to cast a shadow They're Exactly. So it's kind of hard to, to do anything else. Although uh, Chris Diamantopoulos who uh-huh. played uh, Sotto Voce mm-hmm. was pretty good. Oh, totally. He, he was, he was funny. <laughs> I'm uh, having every technical difficulty today. Yeah, well, it's 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 okay. We're allowed to have those days where technical difficulties hit us. Remember the episode where Lance sounded like he was in a glass box the whole time? Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Glass case of emotion. <laughs> so anyway, this movie is really simple. There's these three eggs. Two of them have been found, and they're in different places. One's in a museum. One's in a uh, international arms dealer's uh, house behind a Elections. vault. And then another one has been hidden uh, for years, no one ever know, knew where it was, except for, for some reason, Ryan Reynolds, his uh, his whole thing is he knows where it is. And so uh, Gal Gadot is the bishop. She is this uh, international uh, thief as well, art thief. She and um, uh, Ryan Reynolds' character, Nolan Booth, are like the one and two neck and neck uh, best thieves in the world. 
And then you have Dwayne Johnson playing special agent John Hartley uh, for the FBI. And so there uh, he's trying to get Nolan Booth. The bishop has been telling him where Nolan will be. And uh, the bishop needs Nolan, though, because she wants to find the third egg. And if they find all three eggs, they can sell the eggs to um, this guy in in, uh, Egypt. His uh, daughter's having her birthday. And her name is Cleopatra. Yeah. And he's really trying to make the story of Cleopatra. It's almost like he's trying to imply that his daughter is the reincarnation of Cleopatra. And uh, it's really sweet. But the worst part about all of this is when she sees the eggs, instantly attention is diverted by Ed Sheeran. That cracked me up. Ed (laughs) Sheeran was a really funny cameo in this movie, especially him going, I was in Game of Thrones, bitch. I thought thought it was a little, um, I thought it was kind of funny. But I thought they were maybe they were they were they went full McLovin on Ed Sheeran, where they're like, oh. "Hey, watch out! It's the infamous Fogle." You know? Yeah, he no. was a total uh, a total goofball in the in the role. But I thought it was funny just to have Ed Sheeran there and her being all obsessed with Ed Sheeran was was cute. Yeah, but I mean that really wasn't the the main part of the movie. I mean it's just like two seconds. No, of the movie, no, right? no. But 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 all of this was like for not you yeah. know. She didn't even care about them. They're just like a couple more pieces of jewelry. That's what, or that like made that. me laugh is that she did not care about the eggs at all. She was like, oh, it's Ed Sheeran. Um, yeah. So this is a Netflix film. I don't even think they released, they, maybe they released it to theaters for like a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of weeks in the theaters. I don't remember. I don't remember but, that. Um, I think they did just kind of like they did with Army of, Dead, Army of the Dead and, and a couple of the other Netflix. Oh, okay. So like theaters theater like a limited theater release i don't think it did amazing in the theater or anything but anyway it's on netflix it should uh, have i i think i think that uh it's okay the problem is i think i went in thinking this was going to be on national treasure level where national national treasure is like one of my all-time favorites as far as like goofy uh adventure movies go you know and so this, I was hoping, would be National Treasure, where it was like National Treasure Light. Uh, I guess because National Treasure gave me that whole like adventure, like you have to find the clues, like a. Well, for one, all those treasures could potentially be out there, mm-hmm. um, so that's pretty cool. Um, like according to legend, like this is a completely yeah. made up legend. Um, so that's definitely the light part of it, but also. Um, you know, because of that, the impetus is not, there's really not any gravity them stealing these eggs. No, there's no, uh, that's, that's another thing. There's no, like, this movie is based solely off the fact that it is The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, Ron Reynolds and Gal Gadot doing really, to the finish. like, and there were funny stuff to me, like, the oh, whole, totally. uh, the fight scene in the, um, <laughs> in the uh, vault was fun. Yeah, the museum the initial the chase oh, scene the, is yeah. hilarious. Oh, all the chase scenes, all the fight scenes, like are done super well. Uh, and the, the really the best, scenes. yeah, the best part about this movie was was the I there. There's a twist. There's a double cross somewhere, and I knew it. And I was trying Just to cross. figure it out the whole time. Yeah, and I actually really loved uh, the way it played out. I did too. Uh, this is something that's really hard for me to do is to see a movie and not be able to call the end. 
Uh, so I have to give that to this movie because, to be perfectly honest, I didn't. I sh- maybe I should have, but I did not see that coming. Well, uh, first I thought the cop was going to be on it. Doss, Inspector Doss. Yeah. First I thought she and the bishop Spoiler were working warning. together. We already had it. <laughs> then I thought Ryan Reynolds, Nolan Booth, and the bishop were in on it together. But never in the movie did I call the twist until it popped open. I was like, oh, that was pretty clever. That was pretty but this damn clever. whole uh, movie is completely full of twists and turns. And like where every little element will come back to be a key, yeah, uh, to their path, which is what I love is that it's it's, it's so many things seem insignificant, and then it, they play it off, play um, it off of it later. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I keep coming back to like because this movie's supposed to also be a comedy. Because yeah, I didn't think it was as like laugh out loud hysterical as I did think like it was more of a chuckle, like there were chuckle things, but the 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 things that made me laugh hysterically. Ryan Reynolds jumping off the roof and, and falling into that uh, souvenir cart, like yeah. a souvenir thing, and the guy's mad, and then The Rock tries to jump it <laughs> and, like, breaks it. That Completely me, smashes it. That made me laugh. Uh, and then the bullfight scene was just the oh, yeah. damned funniest thing ever. I just, my wife fell asleep. She fell asleep. She was really tired. And so I, uh, I, I was laughing hysterically. I thought I was going to wake her up. I was laughing so hard at that bull scene. Him going, <laughs> no, because they're both out on this, this, uh, the bullfights, and they come out of this thing in the ground, and they're standing there, and they see the bull. <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds is like, "Don't move. Bulls you can't, can't see, you. see you." And he's like, "Are you sure that's not Jurassic Park?" He's no. I'm watching a documentary. No, like, are you sure that documentary wasn't Jurassic Park? He's like, yes, I'm sure. And he goes, was Jeff Goldblum in it? He goes, oh, <laughs> was that Jeff? It was Jeff it Goldblum. Was. And then whack, uh, the rock you gets a-hole. hit by the bull. It was so, so funny to see the rock go flying from that bull. Oh, yeah. uh, and then, of course, they run and, and they get to safety. And but that that, Just cr- that cracked me up. Th- that... Uh, the the Soto Voce had to have died, right? Like after getting smacked by that. I mean, he is definitely knocked out. I mean, a bull literally hit him in the head with like its full weight. Yeah. With the you know by stepping on a door above it. I wonder and, when, or below it. When Netflix greenlit this movie, if they were like, "Oh yeah," but here's the thing: no one can die in this movie on screen. No yeah, one got like hit with bullets. No yeah. one got killed. No one like at, yeah. even the part where they're shooting the the helicopters, shooting the the what a machine gun at them. They're all just like dodging out of the way or falling down or something else hits them or whatever. No, I just was like, why isn't anyone dying? Like, not that I wanted anyone yeah, to die, but, but it should. Like, how do you miss? I was everyone? like, what in the world is happening here? Um, <laughs> that whole rocket launcher scene was great, where it went flying, yeah. and he opens up the other side of the. <laughs> That was the part that got me is when he, um, what is it that he, uh, he picks up and he's like, Ooh, <laughs> and he, and he fires it. Uh, I, I love that. Or, or when, uh, the helicopter's taking off and everyone's shooting, uh, their, uh, automatic weapons at it. And he's just like, uh Oh, he yeah. pulls the trigger and just sprays them all with like 50 cals. That was so awesome. I do have to say this though. Cause we're Ryan Reynolds, of course, 
is Ryan Reynolds at this point just phoning it in? Like he yeah, man, that- I'm. Uh, we know exactly what character he's gonna play in every movie. Uh, it's just it's kind of the Jennifer Aniston effect. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that he he has a he has a method right now that he maybe he's stuck in the box or maybe he's just uh, that's what people want, so that's what they he gives them. Um, but yeah, yeah, I do kind of think that he phones it in because he knows exactly what people want. There was a small nuance to his character. I'll give him this to this character. Um, he's 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 you can tell that he doesn't care. Like he does a good job of playing aloof and not caring and all that. But it's still mm-hmm. you could still interchange him with Free Guy. You can still interchange him yep. with with Deadpool. Like it's just kind of the same yep. thing. And it's not it's not necessarily and free a free guy thing. to Deadpool is like a direct yeah oh yeah. like his action sequences it's direct and it's not a bad thing like I'm not sitting no. there going I hate it but it's it's at this point I'm kind of like okay um I need Ryan Reynolds to reinvent himself after he comes back from his hiatus of acting yeah or at least just diversify you know yeah. what I mean he, he can still play that but yeah we all still want it for yeah. for a long long time but he's got to like give us you know like uh. Like Gosling, he did. He gave us uh, the Lars and the Real Girl. Yeah, you know, like he broke his mold for a little while. Jim Carrey, Truman Show, Man yep. on the Moon, number twenty three, number twenty three. Yeah, exactly. You kind of got to split that that uh, just a little bit there, and it's it's fine. Again, it's it's fine. I think that that Ryan Reynolds is a good actor. I really do. I just don't think that he is uh, as of late really been uh, doing anything other. Th- and I think it might just be he's been put in the box. Hey, we need yeah, someone I to act so. like this. Get Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, we loved you in Deadpool. Do that. But yeah, here. Exactly. Um, and it's not, again, I don't, it's not me saying I hate Ryan Reynolds. I will always go see a Ryan Reynolds movie. Yep. I just, I, I just, at this point, would just love friends. To, oh, best. I love best friends. <laughs> uh, but I, at this point would like to see Ryan Reynolds do something a little bit different. That's all. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gal Gadot. Gadot. Uh, totally good. She's, uh, I, I, it's hard to say this. I feel like every single actor, big of the three big ones, all kind of phoned it in a little bit, not as a bad thing, but it was like Gal Gadot was just playing a normal. I, it, yeah, yeah, she, Rock, you be Scorpion King. Uh, <laughs> just kidding, Gal, Gal Gadot, go be, go be, Wonder uh, Woman. Wonder Woman, except bad Wonder Woman, bad, yeah, and it's fine. It's again, Wonder it's fine. Woman. I don't think this. <laughs> I don't think this movie was needed to be anything more than it was. Uh, and it's the highest yeah. number one rated movie on Netflix right now. It's like the most watched ever Netflix movie. Um, it is getting a sequel a hundred percent. They tease a sequel at the end of this one. Um, and it's cool because they're kind of starting from zero again, except they're deciding to work together. And I like that. I like the ending of this. I like the fact that Ryan Reynolds is like, yeah. I'm going to screw them over to get them to work with me. Um, And I, I, what I want from the next movie is not a who's screwing over who, like, I'm so afraid they're going to play the trope where this next movie, Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot will be together and it'll piss off the, you know, the rock, you know, that sort of thing. Like they'll. Oh, please. God. No, I don't want. Although I do think that he will play that card to piss him off, but I don't think that'll be the, I just don't need another twisty turny. I need more of like a 
No, the I think next... it'll be a bantery like, oh, your wife's checking me out. Or yeah. like, oh, did you see that? We did that better than y'all would. And it's like, you know, they they went through a, a group fight together. You know what I mean? By the it's way, if you're confused, uh, passengers, uh, the the Rock's character, uh, Justin Hartley, uh, John Hartley, I'm sorry, ends up uh, being the second bishop because there's two bishops in chess. Yes. Um, very clever. I actually like that. I was like, damn it. Why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of that? Because this movie, it lulls you into this. A, a false uh, sense of you security. Know, I can, <laughs> well, that, yeah, that, that, oh, okay, this is just a movie I can shut my brain off to. Yep. Um, yep. And, and it does. It gives you a ton of stuff to, to just kind of be like, all right, here I am being yep. guided down this trip. And then it's like, oh, wait, here we go. And uh, that I, 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 it's delightfully shut your brain off, but also uh, a thrill ride at the same well, time that you can enjoy with anyone. What's clever about the movie is the fact that it does make you shut your brain off to watch it. And then that also like, then when you see the big twist, you're like, Oh, 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 I should have thought. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, oh. But the next, the next movie I, I need that it needed to be more of a like puzzle solver instead of it being about the people being puzzle solved, I want to, I want to solve a puzzle of where the thing they're getting is like the heist. Again, uh, this is how uh, this movie is like national treasure light. Like you said, mm -hmm. because you would be uh, trying to solve the, the puzzle or trying to find that thing in the room or, you know, trying to guess if that pipe comes apart and there's a stamp, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, who knew? Uh, that's what I that's I totally agree. That's something they need to incorporate in the sequel. Yeah. I just don't want to rehash of the first one. That's I mean, that's and, yeah. and that's what I, I don't want. I don't want to rehash the first one. I think a lot of these sequels that phone it in are rehashes. No. Hopefully I, I would hope The Rock likes doing movies enough that I'd hope that he would be like, no, that's we're not doing that. But um, yeah. And but uh, like if you go off of like Fast and the, the Fast and the Furious like formula, uh, he normally like he's like, all right we're mortal enemies but then oh you're a good guy and then okay i'm down let's let's do this so i don't i don't think that uh the rock does disloyalty very much uh so i i like in his roles in general so i kind of see him uh kind of playing it straight but just uh ryan reynolds like running his mouth the whole time about you know yeah. who's who's better or whatever so uh, but again i would not want to see that kind of play out like that i want it to be kind of a more serious adventure movie because it has potential to do so right oh yeah you know i'm, I'm looking at uh the director's imdb um <laughs> raw uh sorry his name is rawson marshall thurber and uh i just realized the dude made like one of my favorite comedies of the last few years we're the millers i love we're the millers oh no way that's awesome yeah. yeah, and then he also he dodgeball did... and DZA and dude, I like skyscraper. Wait, no, 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 not skyscraper. Wait, I did watch it. Actually, I did like that movie, but I don't think it was as good as uh, San Andreas. I, I did like San Andreas a lot. Uh, I was also a fan of um, Central Intelligence. So it's it's cool. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. Yeah, yeah, this so, guy's making a name for himself in these comedies. Is he directing? Oh my gosh, he's directing uh, the Division movie. That's interesting. I'm pretty excited about that. The game. Oh, uh, what's one. that one? It's based off a video game. Mm -hmm. It's like a "What if the world was ended" type situation. 
Hmm. The plan um, is divided, cannot stand. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> he's he's doing a Where the Millers too, or it's rumored that he's doing a Where the Millers too. So, no, I, I hope that he does. I, I do like that. Um, yeah, well, honestly, I'm looking forward to, especially after looking at his catalog right here. I'm looking forward to to just seeing anything, whatever he does next. Yeah, he's a pretty good director. I mean, he's it's it's fluff movies. It's not anything serious, and I don't need anything serious. I watch yeah, a lot of serious yeah. stuff. I, I live a serious life. It's nice to uh, get some fluff. Been a serious uh, couple of years. <laughs> I thought this movie was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. It made me laugh. It was a good two hours. Uh, actually, it was like more like an hour and 50 minutes or something like that. Uh, with credits, it was two hours. But um, yeah, I I will... Uh, I, I, I say go watch it. I don't know if it's a must-see. But if you like The Rock and, and Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds, yeah, see it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I, I don't know if I have to give it a must-see. But, yeah, like you said, if you're a fan of those characters, then it is, which I would say is a majority of people. Um, but do will I would I say that, like, oh, you missed some amazing message or some movie that's going to, like, you know, change your perspective on life? No. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a super fun thrill ride, uh, and it's hilarious. You gotta check it out. Uh, but you can you can watch it whenever you want. That's the beauty of streaming. Beauty of streaming. Um, well, let's go into our and segment. Our always never drag to. Uh, uh, Mark, oh, this is actually tough. Kick you in the balls here with this one. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot. Oh no! Yeah, it's a really this, hard. This one. is. It's a really this hard. This is a one. nut check. This one's really hard. All right, uh, I'll go first. Go for it. <sighs> I'm sitting right? here looking at the names. The moment like... of silence for my bad decisions. I was the guy I think like last week that had the weird, and then it's like I'm just doing it to to not have the same answer. Uh. It's a hard choice. Just remember that I never Bill Murray. I am. I'm going <laughs> always Dwayne Johnson. Uh, I'm going drag to Gal Gadot, and I'm saying never to Ryan Reynolds. Oh, right. That was my my knee jerk reaction. Uh, except I would have switched Gal Gadot and Dwayne Rock Johnson, uh, but. Ah, this is really tough. I can't actually put my finger on it. I'll explain my my answer really quick. Go for it. Dwayne Johnson's America's actor. He's making some killer movies. Also, I'm just really excited to see Black Adam um, from DC movies. And then Gal Gadot, I don't know, just something about her. I like her as an actress and I look forward to more. Plus, I'm excited for Wonder Woman 3 and hopefully more Snyderverse. I guess it goes back to DC. I want more DC. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, I love him. He's going on hiatus. So, sure, let's go with that. Uh, dude, I, I'm still not ready to order my food. Oh, my gosh. Tell the waitress to come back in a minute. Um, no. Uh, okay. So, my thing is I'm going to dock Dwayne The Rock Johnson down uh, to my dragged because of Scorpion King. Uh, it's not really his fault it was a graphics issue it was 
the writing could have been better, <laughs> but everything else he's done since then has been amazing. Uh, so, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to like anything that comes out with the rock in the future. Oh, and uh, let's see. I'll always see Gal Gadot. Gadot, whichever it is. Somebody comment and please know which is the, the preferred pronunciation. That would be awesome. I, I don't like saying people's names incorrectly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess I'll always see Ryan Reynolds because honestly, there have been so many movies even before he did the amazing Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding yeah, that uh that i enjoyed and I actually i have to say i green lantern was a guilty pleasure for me what because that year was a rough year not a whole lot came out that year i don't hate and green so when lantern, it came out necessarily yeah like it. it's but, just fine. but it but the, but the i feel like it gets a, a bad rap uh but it uh it we did have its cg flaws that's for sure oh yeah but uh anyways i'm just saying that i there have been a ton of movies of uh, Ryan Reynolds that I've watched uh, regardless of the genre, although it's typically comedic, but even Blade, I loved when he was added into Blade. Oh, yeah, Blade 3. Yeah, so uh, that's why he's going to go up in my uh, book, because I feel like he has more movies than The Rock that I would watch. Uh, uh, no, I put always Gal. Well, anyways... You know what? I'm sorry. Dwayne, Dwayne Rogonson is getting bummed down to my never, and Ryan Reynolds is going to be my drag. <laughs> so, Gal, Ryan, then The Rock. I have to say. All right. There you have it. Bittersweet answer. There we have it. Yeah. There you have it. Yeah. Wonder Woman was amazing. I'm sorry. I can't disregard that. It, um, yeah. All right. Well, you know what you can't also, what you also can't disregard? What's that? Our sponsor. Okay. <laughs> All right, passengers, we're on to the birthdays in the news. Uh, December 5th. <laughs> December 5th, we have Nick Stahl, John Connor from Terminator 3. Yes. And uh, what was that other movie? Uh, he was uh, he was Rourke Jr. in The Yellow Bastard in Sin City. He was in Sin City. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what, what I was thinking of. Sin City. You know, funnily enough, we're uh, going to be interviewing someone who was an extra in Sin City. So, yeah, this weekend slash last weekend for you guys, or yeah. rather, no, 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 no. That's, yeah, no, that's you're, not, right. you're right. It is. Yeah, right? I think it is, okay. I'm yeah, confusing it with the other one. Yeah, you're right. But I like I like Nick Stahl enough. I, I really liked him after Terminator Three. And I wanted to see him do more, but it, it seems kind of like after that, he, um, I think he got into drugs and stuff. Oh. Yeah. He did do a, uh, a made for TV movie uh, for lock and key before it got picked up by Netflix. So in 2011, he did a, he did a TV movie for lock and key that never, it never went anywhere. I don't even think they ever released it, but uh before netflix got to it of course mm. so that's pretty cool um december 6th we have the very funny judd apatow director of such movies as uh knocked up and uh 40 year old virgin and uh this is 40 and 
It feels like just yesterday we talked about this guy's birthday. I can't believe. Isn't that weird? We're coming around and go, yeah. It does, it does happen <laughs> super fast. It does happen yeah. super fast. December 7th, we have uh, Beast himself, Nicholas Holt. Now, saying Beast yeah. himself, I know that Mark really likes uh, Frazier. Huh? That's right. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Frazier. I couldn't think of his name. But um, Nicholas Is my Holt, signal going out? A little bit. Sometimes in and out. But uh, it's not affected anything too bad. So, uh, okay. Nicholas Holt also uh, going to be starring in the movie Renfeld about uh, Dracula's uh, servant, Renfeld. And Nicholas Holt Ooh. will be playing the main character where Nicholas Cage will be playing Dracula. So Nicholas Cage? Yeah. Whoa. I'm excited for that. That'll be fun. I don't, I don't, I have mixed feelings about that. Like, I want to see them work together, but I'm also very afraid. Well, I think Nick Cage <laughs> is in his prime for acting right now. He's, he's full on crazy and I love it. You don't think Con Air and no, Family he's... Man and uh, National Treasure was his prime? No, he National Treasure prime. is his prime. National Treasure is definitely okay. his prime. But uh, I really like his era right now because he's full on <laughs> batshit insane and I love it. Wait, you are we talking about Nicolas Cage? Yeah. He's an arrow? Arrow? I thought you said arrow. No, I said era. In this oh, era. era. Excuse me. Era. I was like, he's not an arrow. No, he's not an arrow. <laughs> era. Now Dolph Lundgren is an arrow and he's awesome. Ah. Uh, December 8th, we have Terry Hatcher. Um, I chose Terry Hatcher because I always loved um, the adventures of Lewis and, Lewis Clark. and Clark. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, when I was a kid. That was the first Superman show I ever watched. That wasn't animated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, Dean Kane. Uh, that was a great show. I mean, I don't know if I'd like it now, but it was great when I was younger. Uh, I checked it out. I think it's watchable. It's not the worst. Uh, I've, I've I've seen newer stuff that's worse. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, well, it's probably true. Uh, it's probably true. Probably true. <laughs> December 9th, we have Dame Judy Dench. Oh yeah, M M herself. I was gonna I was gonna say um, Mother Mother Hobbs. I mean Mother Shaw. <laughs> Mother Double O. I do I do love uh, Judy Dench. Wait, you say Mother Shaw? Wait, did I get that wrong? That's that Helen, Mirren. Helen That's Mirren. Helen Mirren, bro. You're right. You're right. That was my bad. You're right. G Dench being uh, M for sure in 007. Yeah. 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 My brain is tired. Long day of work. It's been a week. Yeah. It has truly. Um, December 10th, Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh being, of course, uh, what was his name in Harry Potter? Uh, oh, why is the stupid brain and tongue? That it's, it's like Cedric Diggory. Now. That's the wrong name. <laughs> uh, where are my thoughts? Uh, um, he Gilderoy Lockhart. Oh, okay, God, like I could not bring the thank you, Gilderoy Lockhart. But also, uh, wasn't he the bad guy in your favorite Will Smith movie? Wicked, wicked, wild west. <laughs> Dr. Loveless. Yeah, he was Dr. Yes, Loveless. Yes, he was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Um, I mean, this yeah. man, this man's a classical actor. He's been in tons and tons of movies, as well as directed a bunch. He just recently uh, did Murder on the Orient Express, where he starred and directed Death on the Nile. He did uh, Thor. You know, Jack- I, I actually saw him uh, in Macbeth. Uh, that was the first movie I ever saw him in. Yeah. He's, he's a great actor. Yeah. I, I really like Kenneth Branagh. Sometimes, though, I get him mixed up in my brain with um, with with. Uh... Oh, come on. Come on, brain. Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> they've got a similar I, look. I can, I can kind of see kind of kind of. I don't not totally, but I, I can maybe see that. And then sometimes, sometimes in my brain. I get them mixed up with Walter Peck from Ghostbusters. <laughs> That's funny. It's correct. This man has no dick. Yeah. Man, Walter Peck, dude. I, I, I was hoping to see more of him, like, or at least maybe like a cameo in the sequel. Oh, that kind of, that'd be kind of funny. I was thinking maybe like he'd be down there at the fire station when they opened it back up or something. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I'm still going to get you guys. EPA, EPA is still after you. Yep. Uh, December 11th, uh, last but not least, Haley Steinfeld, of course, because she is uh, starring in Hawkeye right now. Yeah, and uh, I liked her Bumblebee movie, you know? like, uh, uh, not, I didn't like it uh, better than the Transformers movies, but I, I did like it. Um, I really I... like that they brought back the retro be- uh, Beetle. I know I still haven't seen it. It's one of those ones that I'll get to, but I haven't seen it. Remember when she was the little girl in True Grit? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I, I uh, actually no, you know what? I never saw True Grit, but I remember when she was in like Pitch Perfect. I loved her in Pitch Perfect. I think it's like the third one. Yeah, she's in the third one. I loved her in Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Oh. She was, hold on a second. Oh, okay. She was the voice of Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like her. Um, I look forward to seeing more of her. Uh, I, I haven't, I've only watched the first um, five minutes of Hawkeye because we keep getting distracted. So. Oh, no, it's really good. It's really good. And I like um the dynamic between you know the uh, real hawkeye you know and then and her uh it's a really cool dynamic so i can't wait for you to see him again yeah i mean from what i saw i really like it's probably more than the first five minutes but from what i saw i really liked uh it's just we keep getting distracted that it's really hot hard no you could probably get it all in the first five minutes just kidding it's really good (laughs) she gets it in the first five minutes (laughs) dang it i shouldn't have held held back earlier you made a yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I know. I know. I was surprised. I was surprised. Um, happy birthday to our celebrities. Yes, happy birthday to our celebrities. Without who, we would not be able to do without without you. We would not be able to do what we do. So, thank you. Did I say that incorrectly? At the both would have worked. Who or you right. would have both worked? Yeah. In, and I, my brain is just like, nope. We're just going to take both roads. <laughs> it's all it's all good. Let's go on to some news. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch has not read the full No Way Home script because he wants to be surprised in the theater. Oh, I like that. 
I do too. Yeah. I think I would have been really tempted to read the whole thing, but um, good for him to not. And I, you know, I bet you he was only there for the scenes that he had to film and then he pieced out. You know what though? Like, that's the perfect excuse, like, and not saying that this is what he's thinking or anything like that, but like, imagine you're an actor and you're not really into the role and you're just like, I don't care. I'm just going to go do my lines because everyone loves me. Yeah. <laughs> so he just doesn't care. And he's just like, I'll see you when it comes out. Like, it's fine. <laughs> It'll surprise me. I don't want to be surprised. Yeah. Oh, I want to be surprised, guys. Yeah. Oh. No. No, I, I, I don't want to ruin the... I filmed like five <laughs> different endings, so I, I don't know which one's the real one. Just use whatever one you need. Yeah. It's fine. Fuck it. <laughs> you I died? You killed what off if? my character? What if with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. <laughs> um, there is some early praise buzzing for West Side Story, the new uh, Steven yeah. Spielberg remake. And, uh uh, I read a review that said uh, th- this is why you make remakes. And that's that's awesome. That's a, you know, that's a bold statement. Though. Yeah, I don't have a, a special love affair with West Side Story. I'm not really huge on the original. I know there's people who absolutely go bug crazy for it. I didn't. Yeah. I, as a kid, it wasn't for me. And uh, but I like the story. It's Romeo and Juliet, right? It's basically that story. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I like some of the music, you know, I know the music. I just, it's just like sound of music. I know the music, but I don't really care about the movie or have seen much of it. But uh, I actually, am looking uh, forward I just to think this. I, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it, but I just, uh, I'm afraid because, you know, like one of my like stigmas about this generation or rather comparing the two generations is it seemed like we had a whole lot of great out, uh, like talent and acting back in the day and not enough like effects or cinematic technology available and now we have all that technology and not so much talent uh to like go along with those effects so like the the effects seem to carry it so this isn't really an effects heavy but i feel like it's going to be shot in a very uh epic uh way and i just i really hope the talent can live up to it i don't think that it's going to be better than the original but I, I think it might be able to stand on its own two feet. If it gets in on its own two feet, that's great. And it's great for fans of the original and whatnot. I don't think it needs to be, I think it needs to be its own thing is really what it comes down to. Um, it's reworking the, the song. When it's a, a remake, bit. it's so hard. I agree. Um, but also let's remember it's Spielberg and Spielberg hasn't done a remake ever. So uh, unless you count hook as a remake, which I don't, it's, it's its own story, but um yeah, I think this will. I think it'll be good. Yeah, I do too. I, although I'm, I'm more of like, hey, just leave the old stuff alone. Uh, so I'm sad to see a soldier in that uh, fall and uh, go ahead and make remakes. But <laughs> uh, I, uh, uh, I am excited, especially since he's doing his own remake. Yeah. Right. So that that actually speaks way more volumes when I. When I see a remake that doesn't even involve the original creators, especially when they're still alive, uh, that disappoints me. Well, what do you mean? Because uh, um, well, there's been some movies that that do that, but I I can't can't name examples right off the top of my head. But uh, gosh, yeah, don't uh, quiz he, me right now. Well, I'm just I'm going to say that uh, if you're saying Spielberg had anything to do with the original, he did not. Oh, he didn't. I thought no. you said he did. I'm sorry. No, uh, you know this our stuff has been not aligned as far as like sometimes I'll be off and you'll be off. 
Um, but oh, my bad. But I don't. Yeah, he had nothing to do with the original. He just really loves the original. Um, uh, well, well, really loving it is one thing. Don't pull Sam Raimi on us. Spider Man Three. No, well, <laughs> just no. kidding. God. When you don't like Venom, and you're just like, bang, man, you're me. Um, no, <laughs> I still I, love I, Ram Sammy. Yeah. but yeah, this will be great. Um, you said yeah, Ram Sammy. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, you said I still Ram Sammy. I said Ram Sammy. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was my uh, reception. Oh, my, it was my bad signal. Oh, like maybe. seriously, today is like a cell phone commercial. You just like, said. <laughs> You just said you're very food. Maybe maybe yeah. you're just hungry. <laughs> maybe you're just hungry. Yeah, punch drunk love, classic, yeah. absolute do classic. Love, do love that movie. Um, Danny DeVito wants to come back and play Penguin again. <gasps> he wants to. It doesn't mean it will happen. I, but do you? How do you not listen when a call like that? Oh sure. Like well, you know, Batman looking up at the sky and being like, "That's a night." At this point, <laughs> <if there's>, yeah. <laughs> At this point, if we're doing uh, the multiverse like we've been doing, they could totally exactly. make they could totally make uh, uh, Michael Keaton as Batman his own movie. It could be like the last Michael Keaton movie, you know. Michael Keaton Batman movie. Chills. and uh, chills thinking and about it. The penguin actually didn't die in the end, and well, I mean, he fell into water. Penguins are supposed to thrive in water. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I'd see that. I'd see that. Oh, absolutely. I I would. I like if Danny DeVito had a line of like people begging him to make this movie, I would, I would stand in that line for a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of older actors, Alec Baldwin says that he did not pull the trigger of the gun that, uh, that shot the, <clears throat> the assistant. No, not this, uh, the, um, wow. My brain, my brain working. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you know who I'm talking about, though the the girl, the one who the woman, oh, the, movie set. the director of photography, the DP. Right. Yes. Uh, on the film set of Rust, so that'll be interesting to see uh, what all plays out with this, because there's going to be multiple accounts of what happened, and I wonder. But, but he was, did, did he drop it? I'm curious how that just like spontaneously went off. I have no clue. Uh, it's it's kind of like how I, I heard about uh, Jessica Biel. You know, we were talking about Blade a minute ago. Jessica yeah. Biel's character shoots a bow and arrow at the camera. They put yeah. a um, they put a plexiglass thing around the camera, and just yeah. the hole was for the lens. It was a thirty thousand yeah. dollar lens, and she yep. shot it, and it hit right into the lens and killed oh, that no. thirty thousand dollar camera. So, uh, <laughs> same thing. Well, not just same kidding. thing, but no, I'm just kidding. Wow, the way I said it made it sound like I was saying that, it but it really wasn't terrible. Uh, I was just saying, like, I don't know how the gun went off, yeah, right? Yeah, and you know, uh, for one, I thought you were gonna say that the that she killed the cameraman, <laughs> You're like, it killed, killed that camera lens, and I was just like, oh. oh. <laughs> Um, but yeah so what was the other thing we were talking hold uh, on hold on oh, uh, passengers I would like to apologize if it came off insensitive I wasn't trying to be I, I was trying to make the, the insinuation when Mark said the gun dropped or whatever and I was like oh that reminds oh, me that, of this but no oh, that, that's what I was going to say yeah yeah. Oh no, it's, it just sounded funny I, I know you didn't mean that but uh, no yeah but you, you know he could have been you know he did aim the gun at somebody um, what if the next part of that 
sequence was they try to take the gun from him or somebody tries to swat the gun from him. And, you know, their motion was in his hand, obviously, but the the hit or impact is what set off the gun. Yeah. You know, like it, it was so it was unintentional completely, but it was loaded. We'll see what all comes of this in the end. Um, of course, our thoughts and prayers go out to uh, the family um, and anyone, friends, Absolutely. anyone that was uh, hurt by this. But uh, it does suck. The situation is not fun. Yeah, I feel bad for Alec Baldwin, honestly, just like having that on your conscience sucks. Yeah, I just finished watching uh, the Mission Impossibles and um, he's so good. He's, he's in the later ones. Yeah, exactly. And did you see uh, in Mission Impossible 6? Because I just I just saw it for the first time. Um, but yeah, I uh, loved his role in that. But it's it's crazy to, to watch the things that happen. And uh, he's such a great actor. And I, I don't know, I feel like he's brought a lot of joy to people. Yeah, it's just so sad to see him go. Uh, through something like this. Yeah, it does suck. Uh, maybe he can get back to selling his sweaty balls. <laughs> or, or uh, you know, lemons. <laughs> oh, uh, and then last but not least in the, the news, <laughs> I, uh, sorry, I'm just going to move on. Um, yeah. Um, imagine Jurassic Park. Imagine sexy Ian Malcolm laying with his shirt off on the table as he had just gone through the ordeal of getting stepped on by a T-Rex. But instead of it being Goldblum, it's Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jim, a crazy bit of news. Jim Carrey was like the second in line to get the role. Uh, but originally, when uh, when the movie was being written, I don't know if it was the book or the movie that was being written. John Crichton wrote it. Uh, they originally... Uh, asked or they originally thought of Jeff Goldblum for the part. Oh, so uh, but Jim Carrey, of course, applied not applied but auditioned for it, and they said he was really good. It was before Ace Ventura days. Well, so, I still feel like uh, Jeff Goldblum is more suave. Oh, yeah, and I felt like that's what the role called for, right? But I wonder if Jim Carrey could have pulled it off. I think he could have, it just would have been a different. He doesn't, Jim Carrey doesn't have to be the all righty then, you know? Yeah, yeah that's life, the point I've been trying to make in my house for a life, long time. Uh, <clears throat> finds yeah. a way. There's. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was going to do There's something on the wing. Something. Bang. Uh, yeah, there's something in the trees. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah. It must go faster. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we wouldn't have. I think it would have been uh, different. It just wouldn't have been his style, and no. I think it would have brought down the tone of the movie. I could never ever think of anyone else playing that character other than Jeff Goldblum. So, yep, I have that uh, Funko Pop of him laying like that on the table. By the way, I'm disappointed I didn't buy it, but uh, also at the same time, it's not something I need, so I'm okay with not buying it. But I did. I, want I waited uh, for a long time because I was like, ah, do I need it? And then I found it for a really good deal. Uh, yeah, I get really if, lucky sometimes. If you find it for a good deal, it's worth it. I think it was thirty bucks when it came out, or twenty bucks, or something. Exactly. Like that. So, uh, yeah. But it went up like to I think, uh, and then I found it for like just a little bit less than retail. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's hear a word from our next sponsor. All right. Hey, Mark. Today's sponsor is Eli's Excellent Kegs and Eggs Buffet. 
man, beer and eggs. What a weird combination, but I'm all for it. Eli cooks up an omelet better than any I've ever tasted, and a nice cold one works well with it. Eli's excellent kegs and eggs buffet is offering our passengers a buy one buffet ticket and get the second one free as long as they say pop culture elevator center. I can't wait to get out there. Thanks, Eli's excellent kegs and eggs buffet. Thanks. Yay! All right, passengers, you know what time it is. It is time for the elevator pitch. Uh, today, Danny will have 30 seconds to ride with an imaginary movie executive, and he has that elevator ride to uh, convince this producer to make a movie idea of his uh, based on three random words given to us by a random word generator. Danny, are you ready? Yep, as ready as I'll ever be. All right. Your three words are beard, exam, and bandage. Beard, exam, and bandage? Yeah. Okay. Beard, exam, bandage. Beard, exam, bandage. Beard, exam, bandage. All right. So this is about a guy who uh, he always wanted like, like a big, thick beard. Like that's what he wanted. That was like his whole life was like he just wanted to look like Mountain Man, Jason Momoa style beard. Um, but he just he couldn't get it because he yeah. was patchy. He's a patchy, patchy face. Really sad about that. So story of my life. Aww. So oh, <laughs> so one day. Uh, He's told by a guy who comes into town, kind of you know, like a snake oil salesman, uh, comes to town. He's like, I've got this excellent uh, method of helping you grow your beard. And the guy thinks, OK, it's something I could buy. He's like, OK, you're going to meet me at my shop uh, tomorrow morning. And he's like, OK, let's let's do this. And uh, so he goes to the shop and he gets there. And he's like, okay, I need you to sit down in this chair so we can start the procedure. And he thinks, okay, he's just going to splash this, fit, this snake oil on me and I'll start growing a beard. And what happens is he ends up uh, putting the guy out. And the guy cuts his face off, his the bottom part of his face off. Oh, my God. And sews on another person's face with a big old beard onto it. And that's how he how he gets the beard, yeah. But he has to wear a bandage around his face. But <laughs> I love that Tossing at the end. Yeah. But <laughs> but uh what happens is is that the other man was was a dead man and the ghost of the dead man lives in the bearded face and will sometimes talk through him. So it's like a yeah. horror comedy situation going on i like this this is the the sequel to butt man mouth man it's butt boy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah butt boy uh, oh man i i could see that being like a weird indie horror comedy yeah, horror film. comedy yeah totally it's like, like, like I, right away i was like those of you right on the shelf next to each other in the vein of idle hands yeah yeah, no doubt. Oh, I love Idle Hands. I'll even I take it lie. further. That would be really cool. Let's cast Devin Sawa. Oh, oh my word. And then now, 
You know what? Honestly, I would love to see that because of Idle Hands, and he's the guy who's possessed with the other dude's face because he did really well with that okay. hand. So Devin Saw was the dude who gets the face implant, the beard implant, yeah. whatever you want to call it. The doctor is played by the guy who's like it's Mighty Joe Bong. Hands. <laughs> uh, and the voice oh the the dead dude is seth green that would be absolutely and it's epic. seth green's voice every time he's possessed and talks look at me i'm leatherface which would be a hilarious cameo because of that line that would be great yeah anyway <laughs> i like this one. Oh my gosh I, it was totally actually, random out of my butt but i actually would i would see this movie if it released during the month of October, I would be forced to. It would be a, a moral imperative. I'd have to see it. I, I'd have to see it. It would be really, really funny. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with that one. I'm sticking with it. Solid. I'm gonna give me give you a little give you a little golf clap here. Thank you. I did. Uh, I had to throw in that bandage in the end. I was like, I don't know what the bandage. Yeah. In <laughs> I like. Uh, yeah. You're like, oh, that. Like. But... <laughs> get the bandage. Gotta put that bandage yep. in there. Can't forget. It. Every surgery comes with one. But like you know, this guy is so good that you know when he sewed him up, this there was no scar afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> no scar. It's a, or the beard covers it's the scar. A shame that he's probably, not an actual doctor. <laughs> probably now, like the whole thing is he can't shave because if he shaves, there's giant scars. Maybe that that'll be the yeah. Oh, that'd be a cool scene if he tries to like shave it off. The beard comes off back. and it grows back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the Santa Claus. I like the Santa Claus, you know. No. Oh! Oh my god, that's so funny. We both went there. We said at the same time. <laughs> it's like we finished each other's sandwiches. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, thank you for listening to Pop Culture Elevator. We love you, passengers. And remember, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at popcultureelevator at gmail.com, Instagram at popcultureelevator. Twitter at PCE Podcast and our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next Wednesday.